0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Revolution Recap. We have another Apple TV interview for you this week in between Leagues Cup games for the New England Revolution. Before we get to that interview, I should tell you that the next Leagues Cup game has been determined following the results from this weekend. The Revs will be playing Atlas this Thursday, August 3rd. That'll be at Gillette Stadium, although I believe the Revs are technically the away team in that game. Uh, So that'll be a very interesting matchup. And then also if the Revs advance, they will get another home game that might not be a home game. Uh, as their side of the bracket has two more league mx teams in that quadrant of the bracket so uh, including a potential rematch with pumas who knocked the new england revolution out of the champions league in 2022 so not trying to get too far ahead in the bracket but the revs will have potentially two home games coming up also want to give a shout out to the rebellion who are the victors in this year's supporters cup uh, that event happening this past saturday in foxborough so just wanted to give a shout out to the rebellion and again as we mentioned a few shows ago we have started selling merch so you can go to shop.believe.com and search revolution recap and you can purchase a mug or shirt uh, if you want to go support the show also wanted to give a quick shout-out to our presenting sponsor, Bet Online. Bet BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more, including the Women's World Cup and Leagues Cup right now. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code B-L-E-A-V, for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit, that is promo code believe B L E A V. For your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit, Bet Online, where the game starts. And also, thank you to Galasso Kits for sponsoring this episode. Remember to go to GalassoKits.com and use promo code Revs Recap to save fifteen percent off your order off everything in the store. That is GalassoKits.com. Use promo code Revs Recap. And now, without any further ado, let's get to the interview.
1: All right, this is Seth Makeover from The Blazing Musket. So happy to be joined by another Apple personality. This week is Callum Williams. Callum, you were spending a lot of time in Foxborough recently. You're becoming a resident. What's it like to to make that trip so often? It's been really good.
2: Uh, You are quite right. I think Cale and Carl and I were talking about this last night after the game. Um, I think it's my seventh game in Foxborough so becoming very accustomed to everything uh and it's look it's great that the football club have been wonderful to us um brandy bruce arena everyone have been extraordinarily welcoming. Um, they let us come for training they let us hang out in the members club lounge thing afterwards uh, they have been uh, really accommodating um it's also really good for me as well seth because i live in new york city so it's a 45 minute flight um, and, you know, it, it's, it's just been really, really good. It's been, um, it, it has been uh, an exceptional experience so far. I really, really enjoy Foxborough. I love the city of, of Boston. I love the state of Massachusetts, so it's it's been great so far. It's been really, really good.
1: So you've been on these Leeds Cup uh, calls with Kalen Carr. You saw the draw against uh, New York Red Bulls. You saw the win last night, 5-1 against San Luis. What was the difference between those two games?
2: Um, uh, do you know what? It's interesting. I don't think there was too much difference in terms of the approach that Bruce Arena set up because it was the same 4 uh, 4 with the Diamonds. Um, Gustavo Bowe and obviously Bobby Wood started in, in New York, but Giacomo Brioni started, started very well uh, last night against Atletico San Luis. But I don't think there was a a major change, really. I think the major change was was the opponent because Red Bull New York, as we all know, play a very, very high press. And cause you problems. They limit the space you have. And I thought they limited Carlos Keel very well last weekend. Atlético it go. San Luis, not so much. Um, Carlos Keel had a lot of space and a lot of time, uh, in particular between the lines, And that's the last space you want to give Carlos Keel any sort of time and space. So um, I also thought Mark-Anthony K did a tremendous job as well of, of, um, of winning the ball back uh, and um, recycling the play and making sure the ball went into the right people at the right time. Um, I think Mark Anthony Kaye is a, a very, very good addition. I think the eyebrows were raised around Major League Soccer when people saw that Latif Blessing was let go almost easily, too easily for some people. But Mark Anthony Kaye, I think, he is, um, he, he's a very, very important piece of this New England puzzle now. And it's not like the Revs are short of people to play in the centre of midfield, but um, I, I think he can become a key component for New England over the course of the next couple of years, assuming he's at the club for that long. But... Um, Look, I, I thought um, more than anything, I think i San Luis went into it um, with um, an open mindset. I think they um, had an attacking mindset. Their coach, uh, Gustavo Leal, was kind enough to spend some time with us uh, over the last few days. And, and he used the word, he, he said they want to be protagonists. They want to have the ball. Um, they want to, to manoeuvre the ball forward. They, they want to attack. They don't just want to be here to make up the numbers. And whilst that's all, all good and well, that there has to be an element of discipline as well, particularly when you're on the road. Um, And and I think when you're on the road to someone like New England Revolution, it's okay to be direct. It's okay to tighten things up. And um, I I would assume that Gustavo Leal, as um, encyclopedic as he is with regards to football, uh, I think he probably learnt a thing or two on Wednesday evening.
1: Yeah, you mentioned it there. One of the big questions for the New England Revolution for the last uh, year or so has been Giacomo Veroni right? Like he's in and out of the lineup. Uh, One of my favorite stats to look at is how often all three designated players are on the field. And the stat I'm about to give you doesn't bring in open cup. It doesn't mention leagues cup, but when we're talking about just leagues play, those three designated players have only played 326 minutes together. So we saw last night, they all started together. It's a leagues cup competition. You mentioned maybe the competition isn't as strong or maybe their tactical setup wasn't as good as maybe another MLS team. But the question is, has Giacomo Veroni arrived? Should he be starting here on out?
2: I think Giacomo Veroni against Atletico San Luis proved what I think a lot of people already knew. He is a box striker. He is somebody who uh, operates very, very well inside the 18-yard box. Um, At times, I think um, the Rebs are obviously pushed a little higher up the field um, because opposing teams don't want Carlos Hill close to goal so they will play high lines at, at times that has proven to be a little bit difficult to deal with because whilst Bobby Woods and Giacomo Vrioli are have, have plenty of pace they're good playing off the shoulder they can uh, get in behind and um, it, it's not often been the case this season so um, what I saw with Atletico San Luis last night was they were a little deeper than I expected them to be um, given their attacking-minded approach as well. Um, But Giacomo Vrioni, I think, um, absolutely made the most of the service that was given to him last night. Um, The the second goal with um, with Carlos Hill doing the little dummy and step over for for Vrioni, who was completely unmarked um, and should be putting those summer chances away, particularly if you're a designated player. Um, It it was so good. It was so smooth. It, It was very, very vintage how I know Bruce wants to play. Um, and I thought it was a really good example of, of what Giacomo Brioni can be. But uh, once again, I think I would plead patience with somebody like Brioni because um, he is one of these centre forwards that, if there is no service, you, you can tell that he, he disappears a little bit. Um, and so I think the, the term box striker best describes him. Uh, and that's all good and well. He, he'll obviously score goals when the ball comes to him inside the penalty area. His movement off the ball inside the box is very, very good. Um, but I think nowadays, Seth, particularly in, in a very demanding uh, major league soccer in particular, um, you'd probably ask a little bit more of the centre forward nowadays because off the ball, um, I don't see Giacomo Brioni pressing too much. I don't see him um I don't see him holding the ball up as not that kind of centre forward. So I think the question more so than than not with Giacomo Brioni is what does he offer off the ball more so than what he does with it? Because I think, again, he proved against the letting go San Luis that if he's given the service, he scores goals.
1: I like that question because Bobby Wood really hasn't done much to to lose his spot. He's someone that presses no. quite a bit, created a couple goals this season because of that press. He works hard to receive the ball, combines really well with Carlos Hill. Um, So he really hasn't. And he's obviously scoring goals as well. He hasn't really done anything to lose that spot. At the same time, I do think we're seeing Veroni find form a little bit better last night, coming back and receiving the ball a little bit more. And I think really importantly, making hard runs into the box where he was someone who always loved that ball in behind he's now crashing the box and finding those, those goals. The question came up last night, what was the favorite goal? And it was asked to Veroni Bruce arena mentioned his favorite of the three goals I'm curious from your perspective, if you're looking at Veroni, and I know we have to preach patience for sore, but if you're looking at those three goals, which was the one that you're like, wow, there's something really here with this player?
2: I think the best team goal, in my opinion, was, as I mentioned earlier, on that second goal when Carlos Heel executed the dummy and Veroni was able to, to finish, no problem. Um, I think from, because the first goal as well was was quite team orientated um, and a very good finish from Veroni for sure. but. But I thought that the third goal was, was, was very reminiscent of a poachers type goal. Um, and that's the kind of center forward that he is. If you go back and have a look at his goals, um, at VSG Tichol, uh, in, in Austria, um, again, he, he has absolutely thrived as a box striker. Um, and, uh, so for me, that, that third goal I thought was, was very reminiscent of what I expected. Um, from Giacomo Brioni being at post, uh, arriving at the near post, and at times at the back post, but he, he does make these wonderful near post runs, which um, have um, luck has eluded him, I think, uh, on a couple of occasions this year. But I think if we continue to see service provided like it was against Atletico San Luis on Wednesday uh, throughout the majority of the season, I mean, Giacomo Brioni now, um, it's it's seven goals in all, it's eight goals, I beg pardon, in all competitions, in my to my knowledge. Um, and, and I would I would absolutely back him to get not not just double figures. I would back him to get 14, 15 goals this year um, if he continues to to play the way he he has done. Uh, if he has a little more luck on his side, if the service continues to be consistent, um, you know. And, and I know for a while, a lot of a lot of New England Revolution fans were irritated and feel as though he, he wasn't perhaps delivering um, and, and wasn't deserving of the designated player tag and what have you. Um, but I, I think again, uh, we, we'd be to patience with Brioni, and, and, and the cancer argument here, sir, will be how much longer do we have to give him? But um, honestly, I, I think if you give him a little more time um, and he has a little more fortune in front of goal and gets the service that he that he needs, um, I think the Revs have got a, a genuine goal scorer on their hands here. But like I said, the goal scoring and, and opportunities in front of goal is not the issue for, for Giacomo Brioni. The, the issue is for me is what does he offer off the ball? Because I think now um, with football in, in this region, I think as a centre-forward, particularly when you're playing as a lone centre-forward, uh, which Leonie has done from time to time this year, um, and, and given how Gustavo Boal actually drifting into the wide areas, he will still operate as a lone centre-forward. Um, I think you have to offer a little bit more in Major League Soccer off the ball. So, so that would be where my primary concern with him would be, not goal-scoring.
1: Yeah, I like everything you said there. Uh, I agree with you, the third goal. Bruce Arena agree with you, the third goal. I think when you see the third goal, what, what was exciting about that is that against the Red Bulls, we actually saw the, the strikers have similar opportunities. Uh, Bow Mess went up and um, Wood misfired on those. And you know that the that service comes in from wide areas. So if you can have a striker that can make those runs and finish those opportunities, That you're going to find the back of the net more often. And and that'd be an opportunity for Veroni to make those minutes, especially like you mentioned, that we're seeing uh, Bo drift wide more and more. And there's a couple opportunities last night. I was actually really impressed him taking on a defender 1v1 because we know that Bo Mm -hmm. doesn't have the best pace. It's more about his ability to run the line. Well, if he can go out there and beat a guy and then send a a service to a striker, maybe that's where that chemistry with Veroni steps in. You mentioned Mark Anthony Kay uh, earlier. We also have Ian Harks being a mid-season acquisition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Chancolay that's coming in. We haven't really seen anything about him. Maybe you're checking out the YouTube highlights with the club music in the background. Uh, but you have those three additions that are coming in. What do you think of these, and how do they fit into the revolution?
2: Well, first and foremost, I spoke to Bruce Arena the other day, and and he, when I asked him about even more additions, he was. Um, not particularly convinced. He thinks as though the business is done for this particular window. Uh, but he did also say at the end, uh, you never know. And that's very true in this league, isn't it? You know, sometimes a trade comes out of nowhere and you take it. So um, As I said, Mark Anthony Kaye, for me, is one of the most underrated um, box-to-box midfielders in Major League Soccer. He's so far for the Revs, he's sat a little deeper, as he had done with Toronto FC. And, and we saw it towards the latter stages uh, of his time with Colorado Rapids as well. But um, deep-line midfielder. Is uh, wonderful in transition great on the half turn uh, his job is obvious get the ball into Carlos Gil get the ball into Gustavo Bo, into the creative players um, but he, he's been wonderful in terms of getting them out of situations as well his passing range is very good and I think it's a tremendous signing um, elsewhere look I mean Ian Harks has been a breath of fresh air I think and suddenly added something to New England um, box-to-box midfielder again um, I, I'll be totally honest um, when, when Ian Hartz arrived I wasn't entirely sure he was going to be a regular first-team starter, because I think we can also say this with confidence now: the level of quality in the Scottish Premier League, as opposed to Major League Soccer, is not as not as good. It's not a um, uh, it's not a, a league that has a level that is sought after for the most part. Um, and I say that with all due respect to to him and Dundee United, but um, he's come in and he's done really well. The goals that he scored against DC United were sublime. Uh, I think he's a player that's running high on confidence at the moment, and. Um, I think he's somebody to, to watch over the course of the next couple of weeks and see how he continues to settle in. Uh, I know his father, John Harts, and, and uh, Bruce Arena obviously know each other very, very well. What was interesting as well when I spoke to Bruce about bringing in Ian Harts, he may have said this to you, I, I don't know, but um, he actually said he held Ian Harts as a baby, which I thought was really interesting. That There's a special relationship with them there between Bruce Arena and that Harts family. So, um, and I know John Harts was very, very encouraging. Um, with regards to, to moving back to Major League Soccer for Ian Hark So, um, good signing. Uh, interested to see what he brings over the course of what is a long season in Major League Soccer. And look, Thomas Chancolay, um, I've seen him, seen him play in, uh, at uh, Racing, uh, in the Copa Libertadores. Um, very direct. Um, can play in the 10, can play in the wide areas. Um, has a good turn of pace. Um, is somebody who, rather than Rather than being a modern-day wide player and going down the line, he likes to cut inside, uh, and not not too dissimilar from from Gustavo Bo, to be totally honest. And um, when Gustavo Bo played in the wide areas, there are similarities, and I can see why um, Bruce Arena was attracted to him for sure because he's he's 24 years of age as well. Um, it's it's a loan deal, to my knowledge, with, with an option to buy. Um, so it's almost like an audition period, really, as, as most of those deals are. So um, Chankalai, I believe, is getting his visa sorted. Um, and I believe he's going to be in the country over the course of the next few days, but I have no idea if he's going to be um, available uh, any time soon, really. I don't know what his fitness level is. He's been playing um, in the UAE over the course of the, the last couple of, um, last nine months, I believe, um, but he hasn't played for now for about two months. So um, I think that's one that we have to wait and see. Um, but look, either way, Seth, he's a good player, and it's going to be a good addition to the roster.
1: All right, so I appreciate all the time you're giving us. I got two more quick questions for you. We know that Bruce Arena is going for MLS Cup. That's something that he wants on his mantle. He wins the Supporter Shield, doesn't really make a big deal out of it. He wants that MLS Cup. So I'm going to ask you for one reason why the Revs can win MLS Cup this year and one reason why they won't win MLS Cup this year or can't win MLS Cup this year. So give me your one reason why they could win MLS Cup this year. The one reason they could win MLS Cup this year, it's sort of a double answer
2: here for you, Seth, so apologies for cheating a little bit here. Um, the one reason they can is because of Carlos Hill, and every time the ball gets to his feet, I certainly maneuver to the edge of my seat. Um, I, I assume something's going to happen, and it usually does. Yeah. The other reason, and it's also the main reason why I think there's a real possibility of, of the Rebs lifting MLS Cup this year, is Georgi Petrovic. Um, without a doubt, uh, the best goalkeeper I have seen in Major League Soccer, uh, and I know Bruce Arena would back that statement. And has said to me in the past, he thinks he can be as good as the likes of Brad Friedel, Casey Keller, Tim Howard, and all of the above, and all of those those wonderful goalkeepers years ago that uh, that Bruce Arena was was able to to nurture and and work with uh, during his time in various different places. So, um, for me, that would be um, that would be the one that that would be the one reason. Um, as to why the Revs could win MLS Cup. In terms of of why they can't, um, that's an interesting question. Um, Because when you look at the roster, there's not too many reasons. There's not too many negative thoughts. There's not too much to to hang your head on, really. Um, They're a very well-oiled machine, very well-organised. I guess the only reason would be, Seth, is... Can can they can they play the way that they want to play uh, when they go on the road in certain areas? Because road form has um, been an issue for them. But I know Bruce has said to us before that they've left a lot of points on the table um, on the roads. And um, you know, look home form has been remarkable for them this year, and that's great. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? But um, away form, I think, has, uh, has hindered them slightly a little bit from time to time. So I think um, maybe not enough, not enough away wins, not enough. Um, Opportunities uh, on the road created, not um not solid enough defensively on the road. Um, all, all the basic things that you you would assume um, would provide success on the road. I think sometimes the Reds don't fill me with confidence for her at times on the road. Um but look, I it, it's a tough one to answer, Seth, because when you look at the roster and you look at how they played last night against Atletico San Luis and, and and even when they played at Red Bulls, and yes, obviously they lost on penalties, but if that's a regular season game, they get a point. And it was an ugly game, but they they did limit Red Bull New York. Um and, and I think that's that's the makings of of a team that that have got all the confidence in the world and all the ability to to at least mount some sort of challenge. And um yeah, I think Bruce Arena is um is obviously somebody who who wants to he wants one more cap, doesn't he? You can tell, like he's obviously in his early 70s now, he just wants one more. Um, and I don't think he's going to go anywhere uh, unless he gets that one more MLS cap. But he said as well he wants to win League's Cup. His his message was very clear to us over the course of the last few days and to the players as well. He said we we want to win. We have to win. Uh, obviously, they had to win the game um, on uh, on Wednesday against the Ludogorets San Luis, uh, and they, they did so very very well. So it's clear that the the message from Bruce gets across. Um, but look, this this is um, this is a very very good Revolution side. Um, I, I'm hesitant to say if they're as good as that 2021 team. Uh, I guess we'll find out over the course of, of the next couple of, of months, really. But um, there are similarities for sure. And if you look at it from a goal-scoring point of view as well, I believe it, it was in the low 60s in terms of uh, goals and points and what whatnot that the Reds had to that 21 campaign. Uh, they're getting very, very close to, to getting near that. And there's still a handful of MLS games to play as well. So, uh, look, they're a very good team, the Reds are. Um, and, there's times when, on the road, I, I kind of think to myself, is this really the same team that we, we see at, at, at Gillette Stadium? Um, because at Gillette Stadium, they're a joy to watch, uh, as they were on Wednesday against the Reading mm-hmm. of San Luis. So um, it's a tough one to answer, Seth, um, because I, I really look at the team and I just think this is the team that's absolutely set for the playoff run at, at, at the very least. And I think given their, their league form and where they currently stand in the Eastern Conference, you, <laughs> you wouldn't bet against them, would you?
1: No, absolutely. Still lots of soccer to be played in the League's Cup as well as the regular season when it goes back in August 20th, I believe. Callum, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Uh, We look forward to seeing you in Foxborough once again and safe travels to you. Lovely. Thank you, Seth. Appreciate it. See you soon.
0: Thanks again to Callum Williams for joining the show today. And just a reminder that this show is brought to you by BetOnline. Be sure to go check out BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLEAV for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit.